Hi, I'm Bran, and I love VH1 Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise VH1 Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and who knew? VH1 Christmas movies. And this (laughs) is is the the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's this podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Hello, everybody. What a day. Great to be back. Another Monday. February is here. Monday, Monday, Monday. You go from uh, dry Jan to February. (laughs) Oh, I see what you did there. February. Yeah. The only thing you can drink is something that's been brewed. That's exactly right. So good luck out there, everybody. That's right. All you brew brew heads. Brand thinking matcha. Yeah. Matcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Wow, it's great. It is great to be here today. Um, I'm just having such a blast so far this year going to from from network to network, finding the the 2022 movies that we missed. And this one is no exception. VH1. VH1. We've done one before. We've done one before, which was last year. We did... uh, Also had Kel Mitchell in it. Also just for... Uh, Yes. Adventures uh, and Christmasing. Bingo. It was not memorable, nor was it good. But uh, so but, they're back at it again with this So but. So but. Hey, so but. So but. We're back at it again. Um, but the nice thing about this one is that we were able to, to find it right there on the Philo. Right on the Philo. Philo.tv. They got so much on demand there. You just search it and it's there. Boom. Just like that. Boom. It's wonderful. So just search it. Just search it. Find it. And you can find us. You can find the movie. And Man. then you can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. <laughs> Jason. As, as long fire. as you do oh, those two as things. As long as you do those two things. You can call yourself whatever Here's you want to call yourself. Here's, that's exactly right. I, 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 unless you do those two things, you, you have to call yourself by your legal name. You can call yourself a philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> I can call you Betty. There you go. <laughs> you could. You could. Yeah. Call me out. Uh, but only if you do those two things. That's right. And I just want to put that right man, there on man, the old man, record. Man. To be clear, you can't call me Al. I've made that very clear to a lot of people over the course of my life. Uh, What about Alfonso? I know you wouldn't. No, no, that's not even close to my name. That's no. Well, do you think think Alfonso Cuaron ever gets Alonzo? Probably not. Probably not nearly as much as I get Alfonso. I'm just going to put that out there. It's all white people, too, isn't it, that do the Alonzo-Alfonso thing? Be honest. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's always somebody that wants to be, like, really quick off the cuff, very proud that they know your name and go, and I tell you what, Alfonso, it's every Actually, time. You know what? I, I, I'm going to say I'm going to say non-Hispanic people are okay. the guilty parties here. Got it. Because there are a lot of black Alfonsos. Uh, and so sometimes I get that confusion. I'm like, nope, no, okay, no, yep. no nope. F, no That's PH. Fair. Just, it's, yeah, just don't you. give an F about it. There you go. I have no F to give. No That's F exactly to give. Right. That's, That's right. right. Man, we are crushing it today. We, we are, had the, we had we the are February. We, man. Oh, so good. God. Paul Simon. Man. Have we done all of them already? We've checked the whole list for today. It's right there in the back. We get them um, all. There's one more we left have to a check. Bingo. I'm seeing triangle, triangle. What's that about? I don't know. We'll get there, I guess. Triangle, triangle pizza. Yeah. We did it in uh, show prep. Yeah. You guys know that one? Nope. <laughs> you guys know the one? I don't know the one, Trace. Do it. 
Triangle, triangle. Maybe Be later. Up. Can we get to VH1, please? <laughs> uh, I guess so. All I didn't want for Christmas originally aired on the vehicle, the vi- the vi- the video, video hits, hits one. one. Yeah, we found that out from Alonzo. Video hits the, the regular, straight up, taken. <laughs> video hits one. At Juno.com. <laughs> At the DMV, they had to get the next one. That's right. Dot biz. <laughs> uh, all I didn't want for Christmas originally aired on VH1 on December 7th, 2022. And it stars... And- uh, Kel Mitchell and um, <laughs> Kel Mitchell Gabourey Sidibe. I see you were trying to set me up. I didn't <laughs> Academy Award nominee. Jokes, on, right, jokes on you. I didn't know her name. She wasn't in Keenan and Kel. Uh, and it went a little something like this. Uh, Emily. I think it's safe to say she hates Christmas time. She works at a radio station as a producer, hating the radio show host and his Christmas segments. The host, Ken, is retiring and is picking someone to replace him. And Emily wants that to be her, but it has a hard time putting herself out there. She walks outside and we see a girl put a letter in a, a mailbox for Santa and suddenly we're transported through a tunnel to the North Pole mailroom. Cal Mitchell is there. I don't know if you guys know this. He loves orange soda. And uh, he's bad at his job, it seems, and is threatened with being sent to working for the Tooth Fairy. Doesn't sound bad. Oh, but um, wait. <laughs> Emily, uh, this Christmas uh, work party time, she pregames a bit with some drinking, and then she goes to her work party and uh, chickens out uh, under the mistletoe with cute boy, and then she can't uh, find it in her to talk to her boss, so she uh, drinks some more and goes to the big Santa mailbox, writes Santa a drunk letter, mails it right off. The elves get it. And they know just the elf for the job. And I'll give you a hint. Welcome to Good Burger. (laughs) Over the Good Burger. (laughs) Can I take your order? Emily wakes up not in her own bed. Here's her mom's voice. And we find out that uh, her first wish on the list uh, to Santa Claus was to be closer to her mom. She comes downstairs and immediately is handed a Nogtini. Classic. Second wish. All the Noctinis. Uh, she can't handle her mo- <laughs> Is it contagious? Do I need to watch out? I blame Alonzo. It's electric. It's February, people. <clears throat> it's February. She can't handle her mom. I told you to stay away from the triangle, triangle pizza. Uh, <laughs> point made. <laughs> so she, uh, she can't handle her mom. So she uh, tries to go back to the city. Kel Mitchell starts following her. And so she's like, what's up with you? And he's like, Santa's into lessons this year. So we're going to do all these things and you're going to learn a lesson, basically. So your apartment's not going to be yours anymore. She tries anyway, and there's someone else living there, and her key doesn't work. She finds Kel again, and he's like, all of your wishes are going to come true, even the one with dancing. Yeah. So 
if you just say get queen, used to it. If you say queen, everybody dance dances around until you, you the dance. dance floor, yes. Um, she even finds out that she is in a relationship with the hottest guy she can think of, high school hottie Chet Charles. Let's give it up for Chet. Chet, Chet. So she decides to take things into her own hand and just start making more wishes. But things get out of hand quickly. She ends up being naked at work and is sent to Snowmageddon where a weird, weird demon starts chasing her with, and she has fruitcake feet. It's a lot. So she decides, you know what? Instead of trying to do things my own way, I'm just going to go with this. I'm just going to lean yeah, into roll with what's it. going on here. And things kind of start moving. She's, she's, uh, she met a guy, not Chet Charles. Yeah, that, different that she, guy. Uh, kind of, uh, starts, guy. starts having a thing for. and Mr. Snowman. <clears throat> Mr. Snowman. Right. And uh, things are going well. But she's still having a tough time with her mom. Her mom is just a lot. And she's still kind of having a hard time saying the things that she needs to say. And so finally, we're at the Christmas party. Things are happening, and she just loses it on her mom. And Kel Mitchell is like, yes, this is what we needed. We needed you to just yell at your mom. But in all of the things that she says, she finally talks about how she needs to speak her mind. She needs to believe in herself um, and all of that good stuff. And her, she's able to kind of... Her mom later comes in, and uh, they make up. And then she talks to Mr. Snowman and is like, hey... At some point, I'm going to. You're not going to remember this. I'm going to come and see you, and I just want you just to, to just to go with it. If someone like me comes into your bar, just go with it. That I'm not sure if that's how that works, basically. But well, what can you do? So all is well. The lesson learned, I think. Safe yeah. To say. Yeah. Lesson learned. Yeah. Sure. She ends up going into the radio station. She asks not for the job because it was already handed to somebody else, but the hour-long shift that was uh, unmanned. That's right. uh, It turns out there's another one. There's another one. Easy. And the boss is like... Easy fix. boss is like, welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. (laughs) And uh, then she goes into the bar, sees Mr. Snowman and uh, Mr. Mr. Hunk, (laughs) Um, and he says, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like... I, I should I should go out with you, and so that's where we're gonna go. And we see Kel Mitchell, who everybody is, says he did a great job, and he says I want to kind of keep staying in this lesson learning business. And uh, then we see the Tooth Fairy, <laughs> and guys, I, I've not slept a wink since, <laughs> not I, a one. I've been to a lot of horror movies. One of the scariest things I've ever seen ever was on VH1 in a Christmas movie and we all start dancing and having a good time and that my friends was all I didn't want for Christmas we did it fruitcake feet fruitcake feet uh, let's take a quick break we'll come back we'll break this movie down with four segments here on Deck the, the Hallmark, Hallmark. We're back. Yeah, we are. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Deck the Hallmark. It's uh, it's me. It's Brian. It's Dan. Hi. It's Alonzo. Uh, triangle, triangle. Pizza. Pizza. That's right. Uh, we are talking about All I Didn't Want for Christmas, the VH1 movie um, from 2022. And let's break it down. Let's start with a hot take, and I will start with you, Alonzo. Alonzo, what did you think of All I Didn't Want for Christmas? 
Uh, my hot take is that I really like this one. Uh, I, I like that it's taking some big swings, that it is about a woman whose life issues are not as tidy and kind of bland as we often get in movies like this, uh, that it is willing to go to crazy places with the tooth fairy and stop motion animation, you know, snow monsters. Um, and the, you know, the, the idea that not only is this a movie that is about, you know, teaching someone to believe in themselves and speak for themselves and, and like, you know, have agency over their own life. Uh, but also never a drunk request from Santa. Because that just does not end well. <laughs> no, it doesn't end well. No. Uh, I, certainly you could compare this. There is a Lacey Chabert movie that is not unlike this, where she plays a sort of meek office woman whose wish is to become more assertive. Uh, I want to say it's Lacey Chabert. Maybe it's Danica McKellar. One of those two made this movie in the in the Hallmark style several years ago. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the chutzpah of this. I love Gabrielle Sidibe. I think she's a blast. And so, yeah, I, I dug it. So this movie is very funny. Yes. Very, very funny. It's also like takes a turn at some point and is very serious. Like two of the funniest scenes while also having the most serious conversation with your mom. Like, I don't know how this movie would manage to do both of those things, but they did it and they did it very well. This movie is also very weird. It's like weird things, <laughs> but I love the weird. I'm here for it. Uh, I, did I expect to be transported to claymation town? No, I didn't fruitcake feet. No, didn't expect it, but I was pleasantly surprised. I had a lot of fun. Um, simultaneously the funniest and the most serious movie, uh, which I, I'm here for. I had a, an absolute blast, a surprising blast by the VH1 movie. Yeah, I think my complaint is that the tonal shifts are just so jarring in this movie. Like, just you are just crashing from absurdist comedy into very serious drama with no segue or like sort of in between but when it works it works and if you're gonna have somebody who's got to play big broad slapstick comedy and then serious speech about like reclaiming what's hers you could do far worse than Gabourey Sidibe. I think she is great in this movie. Mm -hmm. She's really funny, which so I've never funny. gotten the the opportunity to see. I've actually not seen her in much else aside from Precious. And so, like, she was really funny, and then she gives the serious speech. I'm not sure if all of that works, but it's clear they don't have a big budget, and they still make it look good, and they do a lot with the small budget from, like, the, the stop motion and green screens that they're using Demon when you know they're using fairy. The scariest yeah, tooth We'll fan. get to that later. I don't... That's a, that is a bridge too far, at least one. And, and, but... <laughs> but they yeah, did it. There are some really funny parts in this movie, and there are some really good stuff about... So many of these movies, when you do the, 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 the I wish, and then all of it comes true, you realize you were a really selfish person, and in this movie, she realizes, like, stop letting people walk all over you, and let people determine your fate and so that's a fun little spin on that which is i'm sure been done before but like so uh, when it works it's really funny and really good and when it doesn't it's only because it feels like it's shifting from first to fifth sometimes and and trying to cram it all into to under 90 minutes so yeah you could do a lot worse and Sidibe really makes it work when it shouldn't mm -hmm. that's where i am with it uh let's talk about feels did we have any feels while we watch this movie let's find out alonzo 
Uh, yeah, and I'd say a lot of them come from, you know, as you say, this movie does take a hard turn into serious, but I think those scenes work, A, because Sidibe is so great, but also, B, the great Loretta Devine as her yeah, mother, yeah. Uh, one of the original dream girls, star of one of my favorite Christmas movies this Christmas, like a legend, and I think that she gives you this character who you understand how much she is just sort of obsessed with appearances and things being perfect and how having a daughter like Gabri Sidibe, who is like a wisecracker and is, you know, uh, a plus size woman and all that stuff is going to like make her all the more tense and all the more trying to sort of manage her daughter's life. And so I think that comes through in the comedy stuff and then, the comedy stuff lays the groundwork for those serious conversations to happen. Uh, I, I like the fact that this is not only a movie that is built around, you know, a, a larger woman, but that the fact that she is a larger woman is so key to the things that she's had to deal with in her life from the high school bully to, you know, other opportunities that she has second guessed herself and not allowed herself to, to pursue and that this process allows her to learn. So yeah, I, I like that, that, that she's, She's messy in a human way, which we don't see in these movies, and gets to resolve it in a way that still fits within the context of a Christmas movie. Um, I was reminded of my love for radio. Um, getting, I got it. Got radio live. Got into podcasting Shane because grow, growing up, just loved talk radio, coast to coast AM. The the shock jock Orlando DJs that grew up on like I love that that was just so like that's why I got a podcasting is it's just like I can do this but not not on the on airways, not on the air <laughs> no yeah on WRML <laughs> that's exactly the right flank. so love that and Dan and I were just talking about our love like how we've always wanted to do an advice show and so yeah. I love uh, Brandon and I both play, like did not know each other as children we were not the same age either but we both played radio as kids yeah. like we would like me and my buddies would get together and we'd hit record hit on the record. tape recorder and mm. you'd play radio man like that yeah. was what we did loved it and here um, we are here we are playing story playing radio Radio together. That's right. Um, I also uh, uh, love, you know, Kel Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> grew up, Keenan and Kel, uh, legitimately a funny show. His range is a small sheet of but paper, boy, but he's colored it, it in full. It, he it, has shaded it in full. Kel, sides. It Kel is, that's right. Yeah. Kel hits. Yeah. So really, I just, I felt nostalgic watching this movie. I love radio. I love Kel Mitchell. I felt like I was 10 again. So it was good for me. Good vibes. Um. I would never ask someone or even advise someone to try to scare the living daylights out of someone at the end of a, a fun <laughs> Christmas movie. Like, I don't think it works. Um, and But if you're going to do it, if you're going to scare somebody, make it a quick, funny scare. Yes. Um, and, and, and the payoff to a preset That's joke. right. And this movie has one of the most terrifying-looking iterations of the tooth fairy i've ever not like one legitimately a, a scary creature i still see it and here's the thing is is when they pop to it at the end they don't pop to it for a quick one second got them fade to black they pop to it for and i i, I clocked it 18 minutes <laughs> they, <laughs> they pop to it for 10 to 15 seconds and she's got teeth you all know what's the amazing about face. this I, licking the window Dude, was, we've <laughs> seen horror movies where the creature is less scary than that's this. right yes for sure Th this thing was 
terrifying. The creature at the end of Smile, disappointing. Very disappointing. <laughs> this, give me this creature over the creature at the end of Smile. Uh, the biggest Above feel. Above and beyond. Uh, yeah, this feels, I'm not joking. Like, I'm not trying to, like, set you up for disappointment. This feels, I was not comfortable. <laughs> I wa- Like, I watched the end of this and was like, Man, that is, and it wasn't jump scary. It was just like, this is going to eat at your dreams, scary. Um, and I couldn't believe they did it. I wish they wouldn't have, but they did, and here we are. And you can watch that on Philo. That's right. Uh, the, th- the things we're letting people in on. That's right. Amazing. Uh, let's go to uh, one more quick break. We'll come back with the wait what and uh, VH one more question. Yeah, uh, easy. Here on Dyke easy Dolan. there. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, we're talking about all I didn't want for Christmas. Uh, we're here at the Wait What part of the show. We're talking about what in this movie made us go. Wait what, Alonzo? In a movie where there's fruitcake feet, are there any legitimate wait what's once you've seen that? Yeah, that's the thing. It went, once the Santa magic comes into play, a lot of right. the continuity goes out the window. So we could try and get deep into like, where does she live in the alternate universe? And is she at the radio station or whatever? But eh, whatever, we'll just go with it. Uh, I do have to, to to set up a camp on one big thing. Uh, the mom drags her to the hair salon where they're going to get these really outrageous like Christmas hairdos and the camera cuts in very close. So we don't see what they are. <laughs> of course. It's a setup for later, but yeah. they're like, Oh my God, are you sure we're going to do this? And then we cut back to them with the old hairdo. That's right. Because the event that they're going to have the big crazy Christmas hair in isn't for like another day. Correct. <laughs> and that's not how hair works unless these are wigs and they tell us they're wigs. Otherwise it's a very strange lapse in continuity. Do they do, do you think they did the thing? This is giving them a lot of credit, but when my wife was going to get her hair done for our wedding, she -hmm. went for like a pre appointment. Do you think it was that that, where they went to like plan out the Christmas tree hairdos and then they left with nothing and then they had had to to come back back. later. I'm Uh, doing a lot of the work here for VH1, but I feel like that's as good as I got. That is a very generous read. (laughs) And uh, I'll accept it, I suppose. Yeah, Uh, that's kind of all I got. Because, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of nonsense here, but it is baked in like fruitcakes. Brando's pre-appointments for all his haircuts. Absolutely. He would have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so the barber can know to block out several, like, you know, several. (laughs) So I don't get Well, Brandon and I go in for a 360. So, you know, there's a lot going on. A lot going on. I don't know what the number is where you have to get a different location for your company Christmas party. How many employees you have to have. But this radio station is definitely over it. Yep. They should not be having their company Christmas party at the radio station. That's a lot of people. You, you, that's too many people. Too, many, too people. many people. It's just You shouldn't do that. You got to go go class it up somewhere else. But you can't be doing it at the radio station. What if somebody accidentally hits a button? What if you're accidentally live? Too much can go wrong. Too much can go wrong. They blew their budget on the open bar. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not no so kidding. much that there were enough Nogtinis to go around. Right. Um, the My other one is, it is stated that Cal Mitchell, the elf, uh, has a, a, a relationship with the friend in this, correct? They get together? I think she she keeps hitting on him. I don't think they ever established that that he is in a relationship. Doesn't he go go with, doesn't he end Producer up with her? Aaron, go ahead. Yes, yeah, sorry, go ahead. There is a conversation between the two friends where the bully is saying how much she likes him and 
can't think of what her name is. The, uh, right. But she's like, oh, I don't think it's going to work out between you two. And yeah, okay. For some reason, I thought that there was one time where she couldn't find him, and he finds out. she finds out later that he was with her all night. No, but no, I don't remember I don't, that at no. all. Because he talks <laughs> no. about his, his his elf pheromones, basically. Right. So yeah. I guess, like he yes. just smells like you know cookies to everybody, and so that's irresistible. Okay. But disregard. Uh, but yeah, I, I I don't think he disregard it. Well, I had a problem <laughs> with I had, disregard I, it. I had Take a it pro- I had a problem with it, but if it didn't happen, then I don't have a problem. Disregard, with it. Dan. There you go. Um. Yeah. This whole bit about the fruitcake spread, like everything becoming fruitcake spreading, is a great idea. The problem is, is there's never a scene where more than one thing is fruitcake. So, like, if the idea is supposed to be that if I don't get this straightened out, everything will become fruitcake, you would think that as the movie goes along, more and more things would be fruitcake. But instead, they don't have the budget for that. So, throughout the movie, one thing will be fruitcake. That lamp's turned into fruitcake. But you know what? My feet are back to normal, so I'm good, right? So, if it's just one thing that... alternates as fruitcake i say all bets are off just let it happen right because it's just one thing whereas if the whole world's going to become a fruitcake then you better get get on your horse and get a little more ticking clock right that's right give us a little bit more ticking clock um i know the budgets are thin but the north pole is set in a pub (laughs) like the north pole is a bar in this movie like they don't even try to make it look like anything else there's a bar top and a stage in the background like make it look like the north pole a little bit it's a male it's a mail room though it's a Different. bar it's a bar is what it is um so i'm just saying it's not the workshop when uh they would never mr snowman comes in and he's delivering something to uh gabri Sidibe's mom's house it looks like a delivery she's been waiting on and she says that they're snowmen but they're like she purchased them online and he puts them down and she goes watch out those are heirlooms what is she talking about What's in the box that's brand new? Or is there something that I didn't see in frame that are heirlooms? Like, what are heirlooms in that scene? Uh, we'd have to take it to the tape, I think. May, maybe she he put them right next to the ornament boxes? Uh, I don't know. I, I just couldn't figure out why she said that line. Um, they announce at the radio Christmas party that... The, the new, this woman is getting this new show, right? And it's not Gabourey Sidibe. They announce, he says, I was going to announce this in January, but since we got the good times rolling, I'm going to announce it right now. When Gabourey Sidibe's character goes outside, there is a giant sign on the outside of the radio station with that woman's face, with the dish, the name of the hour below it. Maybe drunk her envisioned it. <laughs> you think she, she, she hasn't dreamed yet. No, I'm just saying, like, maybe she's so drunk, she's, like, envisioned, like... Wow, that's impressive. Thank you. They, they had it up with, like, a cloth in front of it, but then as soon as he made the announcement... <laughs> He's like, pull the cloth down. Unfurled. Pull the cloth! Yeah. Pull the cloth! Um, now? And uh, at one point, uh, the mom is like, we have so much to do, we still have to spray paint the banner gold. What? what? Like, you, you didn't I buy thought you a- said banister. That's worse. You're spray painting your banister every year. <laughs> Banner at least is interchangeable. Why not buy a gold one though? Yeah. Like that that's silly. Um that doesn't make any sense at all. Uh and then lastly, I'm very worried about the letters to Santa at the bottom of the bin. <laughs> 
because yes. because they, they never pluck the one they just, just came out of the two. The newbies are coming through, and the ones that did their homework and got their letter in early, they're just never getting to those. Those just aren't as important. They're just sitting at the bottom of the bag down there. It's not fair. That's not fair. It's not fair. That's yeah. all I got. Uh, it's time for VH One More Question, where we talk about anything that we're still wondering about that we would like some answers to. Alonzo? Just imagining Columbo. Uh, VH One More Question. Um, he turns so, around. As I'm sure we're all about to leave. May we be the first to wish you uh, VH One More Question. I'm sure this is freaking hitting for a lot of people. Uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. I, honestly, you know, yeah. the, the, you're not going to shame me about this cultural reference. The shame is no. all yours. I'm so, ashamed yeah. of my, I don't need help. Does, does poker, face, poker face gives you that vibe, right? Oh, oh totally. Yeah. Yes. It's absolutely Neo Columbo, yeah. which Come I, on. I love about it. Uh, yeah, okay. In, a, in, in an alternate universe, like, you know, movie like this, it's very clear, I think, to, to draw your dividing lines. So if she wakes up in the real world, like she's fixed everything and things aren't turning into fruitcake anymore, the mom doesn't get to keep the hat. No, mom doesn't get to keep the hat. That's just confusing. Yes. Well, when she wakes up, a lot of it is confusing. Like they're not very good at telling you how much people knew and didn't know from what happened. Right. Right. Does she have to confront the bully all over again now? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things in, in there are sort of like what carries over and what doesn't. Like I get Mr. Snowman doesn't know her, but is into her anyway. And, you know, but the, but the mom gets to keep the hat. And so I'm like, okay, what? pick a lane movie. Which one is it? Pick a lane. Yeah. Um. So there is a mysterious hour of radio without a host. Uh, what was it? <laughs> that the, was what was that? The girl who's now hosting the dish. The, di- the dish. It was at her hour. But also, what hour is it? Because that's a vastly yeah. a middle of the night advice show is a vastly different radio show than a two p.m. Right. advice show. Uh, and I'm, I'm here for both of them. Problems in the middle of the night. I know. I know oh, they yeah. do. I know they do. Uh, so I, I just want to know what uh, what hour whose hour was it and what hour is it? <laughs> you guys got <laughs> it. Hour was it? What hour? Yes. Was it? I like yeah, that. I got it. My other one is I want to know. This competition that she's in, I just want to know the parameters and how that works. Because the way I understand it is she had to get her house decorated by 7 p.m. sharp on Christmas Eve. And Mm. and that would not leave time for a lot of entries into this competition. Is it a situation where everyone gets a night to, to host this thing and then hers is the last one? On Christmas Eve, That's yeah, the, the judges seem to be hanging out like they aren't yes. in a hurry to get anywhere else. That's right. So, and and the the woman who she's competing against is at her house. Is like right. at so there's no way she's also hosting. So, is this like a three week long thing where everybody gets a night? Mm-hmm. And I she wonder got, which night you would want to be. I mean, you either want to be like near the beginning or the end. I would assume. Yeah. Like so, you don't get but the caught last. In the, the last I, I wouldn't want to go to a party to judge on Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah. That would, that would, I think this is akin to how they decide which is America's Christmas town in Holly and the Hot Chocolate. Uh, oh, yeah, the yeah, rules yeah, are vague. Yeah, yes. very vague. That's yes. all I got. We did, everybody. Yeah, Congratulations. What a wonderful time we had. The VH1, who knew? Don't who sleep knew? Don't sleep on the VH1, everybody. That's what we've uh, come to find out. Uh, up next, next week, we'll be back with a Christmas fumble. What? From the from own from own a christmas fumble a christmas fumble everybody great sounds good
I think it's how uh, much football are we talking about here? <laughs> well, guys, it's that's that Super Bowl week. Like, that's TBD. That's just good timing. That's the day after the Super Bowl. Man. Perfect. Wow. Uh, Christmas fumble. Uh, all right. We're going to be back next week with that one. Until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. What? For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.